Uh, maybe I'll move it this way. Well, here's the thing, because it's not like we're sitting up here and we're like, hello, how are you? But instead we're back here and it's kind of, you can hear the echo of the entire room. Hello, this is Gary Murbles with thoughts for your thoughts. Thoughts for your thoughts. <laughs> so, okay. So we're dub- double A gaming now. And I thought it was going to be like, every time I say double A gaming fast, I say like W gaming. W. Which I'm like, isn't that like the Spanish version of like W? It's French, but yeah. French? <laughs> French? Okay, it's French for W. That's See, my B. You can't tell the difference between like Norse and Greek gods, and you can't tell the difference between Spanish and French. There's a big difference, but I know, because I, I only know the, I know Spanish, but I only know the alphabet of French. So I guess that's the one thing that gets them kind of. Un, deux, trois. Is that one, two, three? Un, deux, trois. Un, deux, trois. But anyway, double V gaming. Double V. We should ask the French alphabet to give us their letter W <laughs> and replace it. <laughs> Imagine walking to school and being like, hi. So I know it was, uh, I know double V was W yesterday, but it's now two A's. Because some <laughs> podcast bought the rights to our letter. <laughs> I don't think there are any rights to an alphabet. Okay, I think we're good. Yay. Hello, welcome to Double A Gaming, not Double A Gaming. I wish. Uh, my name's Aiden. And I'm AJ. And I think we finally got this figured out. Hopefully the audio quality is a bit this time. This is episode two. Whee! Last week we did uh, multiplayer games that were free and you can play with your friends. Um, and this week will be our JRPG week. Almost like the opposite. Complete opposite spectrum. <laughs> For all those who don't know, JRPG means Japanese role-playing game. Whee! And it is not rocket-propelled grenade as other RPGs. Rocket-propelled grenade. Yes. I think it's... Is it rocket power? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so what would JRPG mean? Um, gene rocket-powered grenade. Gene's ro- rocket... Wasn't rocket power the... Uh... The show. It was like a show where kids like were roller skating and skateboarding. I only was re- dope. remember the intro where they were like playing games upside down because I tried to do that, but then I'd get like a migraine and Oof. I also couldn't see anything. That's how split screen should have been because you couldn't screen peek. Yeah. Imagine if you would be able to split screen play, but the other screen was upside down, so one person <laughs> had to play, so you couldn't actually see what the other person was doing because Oof. your whole perception would be... All whack. You know what? We've invented something right here. Patented. Yeah, right I think here. we've got something. We've we, we've got something. We Copyright re- that. Reinvented split screen gaming. <laughs> innovative. We're yes. innovative here. Podcast over. We're done. We're, we're, we've <laughs> we've sold. got our stuff now. Episode two. We don't need this podcast anymore. <laughs> Rude. All right. So, what game would you like to talk about today? Let's see, the game that I have lined up for today is Final Fantasy XV. Cool. I have yes. Nier Automata, which can also be mispronounced to Automata, or... I have always said it like Nier Automata. Is it Automata or Automata? O- I say Automata because it's got like the A-U. Yeah, so it's Nier Tomato Tomato. Yeah, that but game. I call it Nier Automata. Well, I know nothing about it. (laughs) And that is why I'm going to tell you about it, because I'd like to convince someone today that it's an amazing game, because it truly is. Fair enough. And you're the one that got me into Final Fantasy XV, so So, I'm not giving you any new information whatsoever. That's true, but I can happily help. If you need to explain (laughs) the game, I can happily help you. Okay. Um, Anyway, so I guess we're going to do the tradition of I go first and then you go. Sounds good to me. Fair enough. Okay, so Final Fantasy XV... It was a game 
by Square Enix and in addition to what might be their longest running series of games, which is the Final Fantasy series. And it's 15, so there have been... 15 installments, but within certain installments there are multiple games. Looking at you, Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy X. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's probably over 30. Oh, way more than 30. Like, even spinoffs, movies. Yeah. Yada yada, but... Yeah, and what's cool about the Final Fantasy series is each installment has a completely different story, but it has, like, I guess similar themes in some of the stories. I'm not really sure about a lot of them because I really wasn't into all of the Final Fantasy games. They have some things that carry over, like there's the character named Sid, yeah. and he'll be in all of them. Uh, there'll be Wedge and Biggs in all of them. <laughs> there'll be Chocobos in all of them, and all the summons yeah. are the same, but all the characters are different. And it's not like you're watching a certain movie, the 15th installment, where you have to watch 14 beforehand. Yeah. You can play any of these in any order. Yeah, like I, I originally play, I saw the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children movie and I played the Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core game, which was not even the original game in that installment. Um, so you just you just played the prequel and watched the sequel. You never even played <laughs> I didn't the even actual... know what happened to the original game. It was just because I loved Zack and Aerith. Honestly, it's a good thing you didn't play the original game then. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Final Fantasy 15 was released for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on November 29th, 2016, and it was actually just released for PC gamers on March 16th or March 6th, sorry, of this year. So you could play it on your computer now if you had that. Like we said earlier, and like the other Final Fantasy games, it is a JRPG. But it is new and fresh, and dang, does it look pretty. <laughs> it is. It's awesome. It yeah, like, cool. before I started playing, um, Aiden showed me some clips from it, as well as, like, I saw screenshots, and I it's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, if I ended up getting it on PC, it would, be, it would go the way of Bioshock Infinite for me, because I bought Bioshock Infinite in, like, a bundle or whatever. And it's just sitting in my Steam library until I get a computer that can play it properly. I kind of really want a PlayStation 4 Pro at some point. I mean, like, it's not going to happen in the near future. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if the Pro is also going to sound like it's going to explode. Because it seriously <laughs> sounds like a rocket <laughs> every yeah, time I play like, games now. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, since I'm playing it on your PlayStation, I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's A-OK, -okay, please. So the development of this game started in 2006, and it took a like, 10 whole years to make it. Yeah. And you can really tell because everything is just done all, like... Everything is just done so well, and everything is developed, and I think that's what is a really good, strong point of this game. I think it's, so, a lot, when the game came out, the game was amazing, but it was missing so much, mm -hmm. and over the course, like, you were playing the game about a year and a half after it came out, yep. so they have fixed a lot of things that were really annoying. There's, <laughs> you haven't gotten there yet, but there's a chapter in the game that is absurdly long. <laughs> I was and just like, because like, I'm still at the port at the point where it's like, if I don't do side quests, ch the chapters are so short. Oh yeah, I think that's there's so much to do in the game, but like if you want to cruise through the story, it could probably take you. Yeah, um, not too long. So, um, because it's an RPG, it does have fighting mechanics, and a lot of the previous Final Fantasy games were turn-based when it came to combat. This one is not like that. 
I remember you were describing it almost perfectly for me. It's basically an adaptation of the Kingdom Hearts 2 style of combat, if you've ever played that game. It, you, can, you can hit your enemies as much as you want with whatever you want, essentially. And I think that makes it a lot more fun than the traditional turn-based. hit them with the chicken you ride? No. Well, actually, your chicken, <laughs> your chicken, aka the chocobo, can hit your enemies for you. That's fair. I but you can't pick up grab the chicken him and by hit. the legs and <laughs> clunk him down. You some That's chocobo abuse, man. You can get his the newest summon is the giant <laughs> chicken will come from the sky and smite the enemies. Oh, I love chocobo so much though. Basically, as like a brief synopsis of what it happens, I guess, throughout the game. Um, you play as this guy who's Prince Noctis Lucis Calum, and you go on a road trip with three friends um, to marry a girl, essentially. Um, you have Prompto, your lovable photographer buddy, Gladiolus, who I call Fight Dad, and Ignis, the camp mom who just wants to cook for you and drive your car. I don't know if he actually wants that, but he drives your car for you. Hey. Or that's what I make him do. He never shows any form of enjoyment, <laughs> but I'm assuming he, he takes pleasure from driving. Yeah, I don't know. I just make him do it because I don't want to. He never but... says the words, I like doing this. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Okay, but then he drags Noctis's driving style, so it's like, hmm. But anyway, um... <laughs> So, of course, the story doesn't go as simply as that, and along the way, you take on, you get to take on an open world that has tons of side missions, and you just have so much fun doing it. So, I, as like a point of reference for me, I uh, started out playing this game the way that I tried to play Oblivion. I wanted to do all of the side quest lines and not touch the main quest until I absolutely had to. But the thing is, you can't really do that because... The side quests, A, never seem to end, and B, some of the locations of the side quests don't actually open up for you until you get to a certain part of the main quest, because when you go on the main quest, different parts of, I guess, the open world open Some, some like, sectors are kind of closed yeah. off. Also, there's, like, a lot of politics in this game, surprisingly, but, think, but it's cool. I think that's kind of what, it helps build on, like, the overarching world, and saying that yeah. you're a king, it I like how there's a lot to there's a lot going on in the world itself. Like mm -hmm. you'll have a a point A point point what is it? It's like you go to point A to point B. You know you go you marry back the to point A to turn it in. In Mario, we don't get any politics in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and you don't get a swag ride that you get to roll around in. It's awesome. It's called the Yoshi. <laughs> Yoshi's the swag ride. Oh, until wouldn't, you dump them into. Wouldn't that be a chocobo though? Wouldn't Yoshi be the equivalent of a chocobo, yeah. not the regalia? But you don't. I guess in Mario, you dump the Yoshi so you can get to a higher to reach area. <laughs> you jump and then you throw the, the Yoshi into a pit. If you do that Oof. with the Chocobo, it would be very sad. It would be very sad because you pay money to rent them. You shouldn't kill them. I don't think you physically can. They run away. Yeah. They're they, like, still, they still come back because you pay yeah, for them. Yeah, they're like, well, this sucks. Bye. <laughs> So yeah, you can't really do the Oblivion, or I guess the AJ way of playing Oblivion thing with this, because you really have to, like, I think you really have to take your time with it, too. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of this game, it, it takes a while. Like, when I sit down and play this game, I like to play it for at least, like, two hours a time. The game is better enjoyed if you take your time and enjoy what's there, you can probably finish the game in a like short amount of time. Like yeah. the it's not very difficult as long as you just spam potions. 
to heal yourself. <laughs> and magic, because the magic is OP. But it's so sweet, though. Um, it's great. Yeah. But I think it's... But when you sit, like, lean back and just drive around and go mm-hmm. and do the fishing and do, do the photography, and yeah. there's so much charm in the world, mm-hmm. it's just... Most, like, the game is almost more fun when you're not, like, Doing the main quest. Yeah, when you're If you want to, stuff. like, murder things, then go on the main quest, because you will have to murder things, usually, on the main quest. But, yeah, um, there's something to be said for just enjoying it. It literally feels like you're on a nice little drive with your friends, and you're enjoying yourself and taking pictures and... Like, that's, like, one of my favorite parts of this game, by the mm-hmm. way, is just prompto taking pictures of you guys while you do stuff, them. and then looking at them. I don't know why, but my prompto takes so many pictures of Gladio. Your <laughs> prompto. Just so much. I don't understand. It, it just is a feel-good kind of game in between the parts of the game that don't make you feel so good. And the characters are very deep and three-dimensional mm-hmm. and... Like, I'm really glad, like, there's this anime, like, this short anime that is kind of a prequel for each character and shows you their backstories, and Aiden made me watch it I feel before like you, I played the game, and it was good. To. Yeah, you really should it do It really that. gives you more depth, and I know you haven't watched the movie yet, mm-hmm. which gives you what happens in the city. It's like the prequel to the game. I think you're still fine, but you have to watch that show yeah. before playing the game. And there's only, what, like five episodes? Five episodes. They're all free. They're all on YouTube. The, yeah, uh, that's where we watched it was well, YouTube. The the company that made the game... Square Enix put it on their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. They, like they gave out a free TV show for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Which so is it's pretty like, nice. yeah, yeah. And if you watch all of them, it's literally the length of maybe a movie. Like it's yeah, like not an hour. that bad. Yeah. And it gives you so much insight into the characters and why they are the way they are, especially the main four. Yeah. And I just I I love that I. Lo- I love this game so much. Also, the like soundtrack is done by like Florence of the Machine, and it's the best thing ever. It's awesome. And the lady who does the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack also does a lot of the piano and instrumental stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. Yes. So, thumbs up. Yeah, heck yeah. Okay, so my game will be Near Automata. So you don't know very much about this game, so I'm going to go... I know very little. I've okay. seen you play a little bit of it, but not very much. So here we go. Near Automata is also done by Square Enix. What? Um, the director is Yoko Taro, hmm. and the game was created by Platinum Games, and they do Bayonetta. Oh, okay. I know okay. Bayonetta. I so, mean, I know Bayonetta. <laughs> yes. Near Automata is actually a sequel to Near, which is... And a Nier is a sequel slash spinoff from this game called Drakengard that Yoko Taro mm. also did. So Yoko Taro is this kind of goofy guy in the, uh, in the Square Enix office. Mm-hmm. And Nier was not a very good game. Oh no! So the story was good. Like the story was pretty awesome and deep and had many endings. But mm-hmm. the gameplay was pretty bad. Really? Oh, oh no. yeah. And then Drakengard was a cool story. But the gameplay was really bad. <laughs> bad. So do you need to know like do you need to know what happened in like Dragon Garden Nier? No. So what's so nice about this is Nier Automata takes place thousands upon thousands of years after Nier, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with the storyline. Okay, cool. Essentially in Nier the world ends, and then this takes place after the world ends. And okay. everything that happened doesn't matter. Okay. 
Um, yeah, see, one of the only things I know about Nier mm-hmm. Automata is, like, there are these robots that look like people for some reason, but they are, like, have things in front of their eyes, mm-hmm. and they all look like they have the same color palette. <laughs> gray. The whole game's just gray. <laughs> gray, like, white and black and gray. So, here we go. Um, so Yoko Taro finally got, well, I wouldn't say finally, but he was able to get platinum games to help make the game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Nier wasn't that great. So who would even thought they would make a sequel? Mm -hmm. So Nier Automata came out by platinum games and you have platinum games who make the best combat systems. Bayonetta has one of the best fighting styles in any game. Mm -hmm. So you have a company that makes the best gameplay. Mm-hmm. Mixed with Yokotaro, who has the weirdest ideas and has a cool story <laughs> ideas, but just doesn't have the gameplay. Mm-hmm. And when he was able to get those together, it just made the perfect blend. So not only do you have amazing combat, you have amazing story. Mm-hmm. Which is exciting, because who would have thought this guy would get more chances because after Drakengard and Nier, they have such a like cult following. Mm-hmm. But they finally made a game that people will play because it's actually fun to play. Okay. Okay, so the story of Nero Tabata. Oh boy. So, the world was invaded by aliens. I'm on board. I love aliens. So, aliens came to Earth. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. And I actually drew a diagram really crumbly. So, <laughs> oh my here we go. So, if you look at my... You probably can't see if you're listening to this, but I have a diagram with two circles. It's so, really bad, guys. It's really bad. So, aliens came and invaded Earth. The humans... The humans. The humans. They flew and fled to the moon. Because that's always worked in everything. Yes. And then the humans on the moon sent androids, which are like, they're like, they look like... Are those the robots that look like people? Yes. Okay. They sent the androids down to fight the aliens and the aliens (laughs) hid underground and sent machines, which are like the little robot, the cute robot guys. Oh, they are really cute though. The aliens sent the robot guys up to fight. So Earth is just being fought over by uh so it's just androids versus robots Uh and the humans are on the moon just kind of chilling and waiting for the war to end and the aliens are underground waiting for the war to end oh my god so it's just this entire war between robots and everyone who's like it's just a proxy war where like the humans have nothing to do with it (laughs) and the aliens have nothing to do with it everyone's just sitting around everyone's just being lazy for thousands upon thousands of years Oh, oh my god so You play as 2B, who is a combat android, and she just runs around and fights. And you're partnered up with a scanner robot. He's like the newest unit, 9S. And he just scans stuff. So I guess I'll enter spoiler territory because this is a podcast about these games. So if we don't... We need to put a spoiler warning on this then. Spoilers. Okay. Spoilers happening now. Now. (laughs) Okay. So here we go. So you're, you're fighting this war. Then all of a sudden you find out all of the aliens are dead. <laughs> so you go underground and you're like, oh snap, all these aliens have been dead for a long time. What? And then you go and you're fighting all these robots and the robots have not, like, they're all starting to gain emotions and build their own, like, societies. Because that makes it interesting. Yes, you're like, why are these robots speaking and they have their own clans and they ha- they're building, like, societies. Yeah. And these are the little cute robots that the aliens sent up, right? Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, they look really cute, guys. So, the, uh, and they, like, they have their own, like, societies, and you're just fighting them, and you're like, why are they, why are they all goofy? Plot twist, all of the aliens are dead, so they're trying to live on their own. They're trying to find a reason to live. 
Aww. I know. Aww. So, plot twist, all the humans are dead too. Of course they are! <laughs> so, 9S is a scanner robot, and his goal in life is to be, like, curious and try to solve things. So he's like a cat? Yes. Meow. He's Curious George. <laughs> and If Curious George was a cat. And 2B is the man with the yellow hat. <laughs> she, she, is, she follows George around like, hey, get your head out of the cookie jar. And then he already ate all the cookies. But anyway, so 9S finds out that all the humans are dead. Well, here's the deal. 2B is actually 2E, and her goal... So 9S's job is to do intel, but he's not... He's created to not be able to find out that humans are dead. Yet he finds out that humans are dead. So he finds out, and 2B's goal through the game is anytime 9S gets close to finding this out, she has to kill him. And then wipe his memory... So then he can keep doing his job. Oh, man. So anytime he's about to find out that the humans are dead, she's supposed to kill him. So that's her job. That's... And you don't wow. find this out. You just, you know, you're playing the game. And you don't find this out till the third playthrough. Because you have to do multiple playthroughs. You have this. to that play I this knew. game three that times. First you play as 2B. You know, just chilling, fighting. Then you play as 9S. Then you play as a combo of them in the final playthrough. And that's when all the crazy stuff happens. That's when you find out about the humans. And it's just all crazy. Mm-hmm. But... It turns out that even though 2B thinks she's erasing his memory, he still knows that she's killing him, but he doesn't care because all he knows that humans are dead and mm-hmm. he just wants to be her friend. Aww, and the friendship. whole the whole game is about finding out what to live for uh-huh. because they're fighting a war for humans who are dead and these little robots are fighting a war for aliens who are dead. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to like and they're just killing each other and 9S knows that it's all pointless and all mm-hmm. and and he still does his job knowing all this because all he wants to do is just be friends with 2B and Aww. hang out. So all he wants is this like interaction. Someone hug uh, that boy. I know. Aww. And it's just so heartbreaking. Someone hug that boy. Because he's just all he has to live for in the game is 2B, his friend. And then she dies. And he goes on, he goes completely crazy. Uh, and it's just, it's absurd. The feels I'm already unreal. sad. I don't even want to play this now. I'm already sad. It's just so great. Uh, because there's so much to it. Like, yeah, but think, at what cost? You think it's just, oh, you know, you're fighting to stop these aliens, but it's really just people finding out what the meaning of life is. Oh my god. Because there's no real point to them fighting, and it's just all great. Aww. But the combat's fun, and the story is heart-wrenching, and I, it probably makes no sense, but... It sounds it sounds like a lot, but I'm sure it's great. Like Oh, it's it's amazing. And I hear it. a lot of good things about it. Like, I just yeah. see... I, I've seen stuff online about it and everything, but... Oh, I get so, so psyched about it. It's just so fun. Yeah. And so cute, and everything's so sad, but also so charming. It's one that I want to, like, touch at some point, but there are just so many things. Like Final Fantasy XV. You gotta finish yeah. that. I mean, earlier this year, I was working through Persona 5, which took forever, and then now I'm working through Final Fantasy 15, which is taking forever. Yes. Anyway, Nero so. Tabata, I don't know if I explained enough of it, but it's great. <laughs> um, I was just saying, yeah. Uh, oh, it, it's on, uh, boop. Okay. Uh, Developed by Platinum Games, it came out in 2017. Oh, cool. so not even a year ago. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no, you're good. All right, so, fun fact. Huh. I just have a little bit of trivia fun facts for you. Ooh. Okay, so <clears throat> these are Final Fantasy 15 fun facts. Woo. Fun fact. 
Young Ignis in episode four of the show, mm-hmm. Brotherhood, yeah, looks like Light Yagami. He does. Like, he really does. The I Japanese voice for Light and Ignis are the same person. What? The Japanese voice for Riku in Kingdom Hearts is also Ignis. Blew my mind, man. Did You're you also, always blowing my mind with, like, voice actor things. Did you also know the voice actor, the Japanese voice actor for Axel is Arden. No, my boy! Yeah, Axel is my favorite Arden. Kingdom Hearts character, and I hate Arden right now. I hate him so much. Did you know that... Roy Mustang in Full Metal is Arden. I hate the world now. Yeah. I I want to murder Arden's face. <laughs> it's it's pretty mind blowing. I forget. I don't know if he gets better. I'm sure he doesn't. But I just want yeah. to murder his face so bad. He doesn't get better. <laughs> Good. Do you get to murder his face? I can't tell you. You have to. Dang the it. Game. All right, fan nicknames for the entire party is oh the Chocobros. Yes, the Chocobros. Uh, in in Japan, they call Noctis Uglitus due to how <laughs> unphotogenic he is, especially he really is. especially when Prompto takes a picture of him smirking. Yeah, he looks okay because like Noctis isn't an ugly character, but he's just so weirdly unphotogenic. Like everyone else, like you you get picture you get like glossy nice pictures of like Gladio and like glossy nice pictures of Ignis, and then you look at pictures that Prompto takes of Noctis, and it's just womp womp. <laughs> Uh, Ig- when you play as Ignis in the DLC, he has a uh, a move called New Recipe ah! <laughs> that allows him to make food at any time. That's amazing. Yeah, like, okay, we have a whiteboard in our kitchen, and I draw pictures on our whiteboard, and right now the picture that I have drawn is a picture of Ignis going like, that's it, I've come up with a new recipe. Prompto's nickname is Blondie or Shotgun. Shotgun. That's adorable. Uh, I know Gladio is Gladdy Daddy. Yeah, I, I people call down. him daddy. <laughs> and then I know Ignis is Specs. Specs, yeah. yeah. Well, because that's what Noctis calls mm-hmm. him in the game. And okay, can I just say how much I love Ignis? He's so good. He's so good. Literally, after fighting him, or not fighting him, because you don't fight him. He's too good to fight you ever. You can't fight. He'll beat your butt. He will, he will kick your butt, but after you're, like, getting them in the fight, and if it's, like, an animal or whatever that, like, you haven't fought before, and you get, like, an ingredient from that, you just are standing, like, 20 feet away from him, and you just get done with fighting, like, if you'd used your summon, like, God showed up and, like, murdered everything, and you just hear, that's it! I've come up with a new recipe. It's the most endearing thing I've ever seen, and I love him. I love him. That's it. <laughs> That's a biggie. I've come up with a new recipe. Okay, but he's he's lovely. He's great. And bless him for driving when I don't want to. Truth. All right. So that is episode two. That is our Japanese role-playing game episode. We uh, or or Gene. Gene. Rocket power. Or rocket. Rocket power. Rocket power. Good Thanks hate. for listening to Duplave Gaming. Stop. Ah. <laughs> uh, we last week we had my name being French, and now you're just using the French word for W. Duplave. Duplave. Alright, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. So, yes. thanks for listening and tune in next week. Thank you, everyone. And goodbye. Goodbye. That's it. <laughs> I've come up with a new recipe. recipe. <laughs> Awful ending. <laughs> <laughs>